0: From the PSIA Very Mobile Studios at uh, the Hestra headquarters in Arvada, Colorado, we're here visiting with Drew Akins, the marketing manager of Hestra. Drew, thanks so much for taking the time out of your day to chat with us.
1: Yeah, thanks for coming over to our uh, our new headquarters here in Arvada.
0: It's beautiful. I'm, this is huge.
1: Yeah, we're really excited. You know we. Has searched for a home, a permanent home, for several years now, and uh, we're really excited to double our space. So we have 30,000 square feet here. We have our brand-new showroom that we're sitting in. You can see uh, all 300-some-odd models of our gloves. And, uh, and we're really excited to just have the investment in the U.S. market. You know, it's a key market for us. We do a lot of business here, and, it, and it's just a really great place for us to be in terms of location, you know, being in Colorado in the middle of ski country, and we're just excited to, to be here.
0: You know, there's a few things. I met you at the snow show and it was really fun chatting with you. And, and I just wanted to talk longer, so I'm glad we were able to set this one up. But one of the things you said was 300 models of gloves in your line. How do you come up with that many?
1: Yeah, you know, it's been an evolution. So Hestra is a family-owned business, fourth generation. So we've had about 80 years to uh, to build up to this point. Um, and, you know, wh- one of the things that we pride ourselves on is we use our materials, and we we examine them, and we create gloves with specific users in mind. And so every material is inspected and given a purpose. And so, you know, some gloves uh, deserve more rigidity. Some need to be a little more um, dexterous, depending on the use and the user. And so what we want to do is create gloves for users. And if you look around the room here, every glove has a unique user in mind. So we could go through the entire line, which we won't do today. Um, But... We could go through and look at every glove and we could pinpoint who that user is and what the, the, the perfect use for that glove
0: is. And the other thing that really stands out about Hester to me, and we also spoke about this at the Snow Show, is your quality. Uh, your gloves don't wear out. So how then do you market to sell more gloves if my gloves aren't wearing out?
1: Well, we have... a. Uh... We have a catchphrase around here that's, uh, you know, we like selling gloves, but we love selling liners. And uh, so, you know, the beauty of Hestra is that we own all four of our factories. And so we are able to control from start to finish the design process all the way through the manufacturing. And um, the people who oversee those factories, uh, Anton Magnusson, who's one of the uh, third generation of Hestra he is a certified glove cutter in the French classical style, and he's one of two in Scandinavia and one of two in the last 40 years to be certified in this style. And uh, the other one, ironically enough, is his cousin, uh, Nicholas, who's also at Hestra. And so, you know, when you we have someone who's spent years learning how to cut gloves and learning the nuance of construction and selecting materials— And that person is also overseeing those factories and those workers, then you have this great partnership with them that they see how top quality can be created and they take that and run with it. And so we are so lucky to have four wonderful factories who are led by Anton and are able to take that knowledge and 80 years body of work and push that down to every single pair of gloves that we that we produce. And we produced about two million pairs of gloves last year
0: in a year, in a year. Yes. All right. (laughs) Let's uh, talk about warmth. How do you come up with something where you're able to keep a glove or a mitten, uh, not just comfortable, and I mean, dexterity with a mitten, I know that's, but it's there. Uh, How are you able to get your hand uh, where, where it's warm, but also dexterous? Yeah, I think it's a
1: lot about materials. You know, our first pair of gloves in 1936 was made of leather, wool, and uh, some rivets, actually. And uh, it was created for lumberjacks in Sweden. And so, you know, that the materials were selected with the user in mind. And I think that's that's where it all starts for us. We love leather. It's our favorite material. And we think that it's a great avenue to create gloves from. And so, you know, from our Tightest fitting, um, you know, tailored dress models, all the way to our mittens for performance and our big, you know, big guys for uh, mountaineering. We have something for everyone, and we create and we use those um, those users' feedback to to continually improve and build things that fit better and better. And so some of our gloves have in-seam construction, some have out-seam construction, you know, there's a lot of different opportunities for us to innovate and to change design based on the, the approach that we're, we're trying to accomplish. And so, you know, I think it's about taking each model and learning about that user and figuring out exactly what they need, you know, a, a, and you know, you can't discount fit, fits our favorite feature. And so all of our gloves are created to fit, where you have enough room to let the air circulate a little bit and warm, but not too much room that that air gets cold. And so um, it's a fine balance, but you know we do numeric sizing, which is a little more precise than your traditional sizing uh, structures. And what that does is it allows you to look down at your feet, realize that 85% of people have the same shoe size and Hester glove size, and then it fits you in a perfect fitting glove with just a little bit of pinch at the end of each finger so that you have that air to circulate.
0: I'm looking across the the table here at you, um, and all the gloves on the wall, I'm looking at kids' gloves, and really wanted to ask you about really kind of the same question we just talked about, warmth and fit with children's gloves, but also ease of getting that glove on, and also having it where it can actually stay on the child's hand, because all of us who have taught children, oh my gosh, that can be a real difficulty.
1: Absolutely, and I have a 10-month-old daughter myself, so I can, uh, <laughs> I can echo that sentiment. Um, you know, one of the, the things that we pride ourselves on is that um, our kids' models are the same as our adult models, and we put the same attention and care into that construction. So our kids' heli gloves are the same as our adult heli gloves, and so – we take it so far as some of the kids gloves are actually more technical, um, in terms of features than some of our adult gloves. And in case in point being, you know, the baby zip long. So obviously we've all tried to put, if you if ever try to put gloves on a, a child, you know, it's tough because of the thumb and they're moving and they're taking in all that there is to take in learning and moving and, and watching. And so, you know, it's a, it's a difficult process, but we created uh, the baby zip long, where you can zip the side of the glove open, put the hand in, and then zip it shut, and so it makes it a lot easier for entry and exit. And it also has a wrist closure to help secure the glove on the the baby's hand. We've also done things like our smallest size zero, which um, my daughter has, don't have thumbs, and so you put the whole baby's hand into the glove and into the mitt there, and uh, and they're able to have all of those digits together, create that warmth without having to try to fumble for that, uh, that thumb. So, you know, we've done a lot of things over the years to, to make it a little more accessible for kids. Um, and, and we sell a lot of kids gloves. People love to put their kids in Hestrias and, you know, we create, create a lot of lifetime users that way.
0: How do you come up with testers for all these models?
1: Yeah, I mean, we have a worldwide network. So we're in uh, close to 30 countries. And, you know, we're lucky that at a grassroots level, we're really connected with our users. And, and a lot of us are, are users ourselves. So, you know, I and we just actually had chatted about going to uh, Winter Park tomorrow with my family. So my wife, my daughter, and myself. And, um, you know, we, we're just... We're open, and we're listening, and we always want to hear from those users, and you know, one of the things about Hestra is it's a small company, so I can pick up the phone and call the owner. Um, I actually went to Hestra in November as a, an employee who had been on for three weeks and sat down at the table, and this gentleman sat down next to me and started talking to me, and it was several minutes before I realized who he was, and he was uh, Svante Magnussen, who is uh, one of the owners of Hestra. And you know we're we're approachable from top to bottom in that way, and we we want to maintain that connection with our users. And Marianne, who's our head designer, is very accessible as well. So you know we're able to take feedback and run that up the flagpole really quickly. And, you know, case in point is our new Free Ride C-Zone, which is a snowboard-centric model that's coming out next mm-hmm. year. We actually worked with Chris Rogers from the PSIA and from Bailski and Ride School, and uh, he spent a year helping us develop this model. And we're really excited to, to branch out into a snowboard audience next year that we haven't really served over the years. But it was only because of that depth and that ability to access the designers and the ownership that we were able to have those conversations and partner with Chris to, to create something for, for a different user.
0: And I kid, but I mean, now you have 301 models. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, Yep. And growing. <laughs> but with that, how do you come up with an idea for, you know, we've got this in our lineup. We need to add to this. How do you do that?
1: Sure. Yeah. So, you know, our categories change every year. So, um, you know, in terms of materials, sometimes new materials come to light and there are things that we want to include in a model. So things like um, you know, new waterproof technologies, or uh, this year we're launching an Echo Queer um, leather, which is a chrome-free and artificial dye-free leather that is uh, much more eco-friendly than uh, dyed and, and chrome-tan leathers, which are the traditional way to do that. And so, you know, we're still going to offer colored leathers because the market, um, you know, prefers that. But this this new leather we're launching has an incredible, incredible natural grain. And, um, you know, we're always looking for for things along those lines to to kind of push the envelope and do something that we've never done before. You know, the other aspect of that is is categories changing. So, you know, for us, we brought on the U.S. Nordic team as a, a partner this year. And so we're listening actively to those users and hearing what they have to say. And, and maybe there's a hole in the line that we don't cater to right now. Maybe there's something that we've never thought of. And so, you know, it's all about keeping those ears and eyes open for new opportunities and, and making sure that we take advantage of those to serve those user groups when, when needed.
0: So somebody like me who is just a total leather glove fanatic i've never tried any other materials how do you get through to someone like me to say you know you might want to try this well
1: i'll start by saying leather is our favorite material okay and so (laughs) so you know most of our gloves you'll find some leather uh there you know and and i think that the 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 ideal glove for any given user is going to be a combination of things you know, and so some users need an all leather glove some users are going to need something different, so you know our accounts in the the northeast are really excited because next year we're launching a c-zone waterproof liner for our heli glove and so you know for those guys um, it's it's not necessarily about the glove it's about the liner and so it's about being modular and creating an environment where they can go out on a nice bluebird day and have their normal liner in there but when the conditions call for it when it's wet out there they can switch that liner out and have something that suits them so you know i think every user is going to need to find the glove that is particularly suited to their needs and we're lucky to have 300 options for you
0: now I want to go back to the Chris Rogers snowboard glove. What's the difference between a ski glove and a snowboard glove?
1: That's a great question. And one that we get asked quite a bit. Um, so when you look at, the, I'll start with our fall line model, which is our second most popular model. It's leather. It has baffles on the fingers. So if, for your listeners, um, you guys have probably seen this as a quintessential Hestra model um, and it's got a short cuff. And so, we love the fall line. Most of our staff here in the office skis in it, and it's just a really great all-around model. Um, so the beautiful thing about the fall line is it's got this out-seam construction, so it moves those seams from the inside of the glove out. gives you a little more room and dexterity in the glove. For skiing, you need that dexterity to grip the pole, and so it also gives you some pre-curved fingers to really grip that pole and have that dexterity that you so desperately need. Um, also you don't need waterproofing as much as a skier. You know, we don't spend as much time with our hands in the snow, um, on powder days, maybe so, but for the most part, we're, we're skiing with our hands above the snow. We've got our hands on our poles. We're not uh, cleaning out our bindings and, and things like that. And so, you know, for this new model, what we did is we took those seams that are out seam on the fall line and we tucked them inside the glove and that creates less wear points on the outside for snowboarders when they're cleaning out those bindings and, uh, manipulating those boots and, uh, Then we wrap the material over the top of the glove. So we call that wolf paw construction. It's a really aggressive way to say that we just eliminated those wear points. And um, so, you know, we, we, on the outside, we did those two things. And then on the inside, we added our proprietary, uh, waterproof, breathable liner. And so you give that extra level of protection. And then a couple of smaller things, we put um, reinforcement on the the palm so that when you're carrying around your board, you don't get those slices in the palm that um, you could otherwise. And so, you know, on a sidebar, a lot of people's gloves, um, get dinged and get, um, torn up from things other than skiing. So most of the time when you're skiing or snowboarding, you're not tearing your gloves up because you're above the, you know, your hands are above the ground. They're to your sides, they're out. Um, and they're not really being put through the ringer. They're just keeping you warm. But the, the real, um, you know, gambit happens when you're loading those skis into the car or out of the car when you're messing with your buckles, when you're doing all those things. So we reinforced that palm for that reason. And then, um, you know, kind of a, an added value thing we did was we shortened the cuff. And so what that does is, you know, today's, uh, skiers are wearing a lot more wearables and um, thinking a lot more about uphill. We have a lot of backcountry users and sidecountry users who are tracking their uh, their activity every day tracking their elevation, up, down speed, all those things and so they want access to that and they can also communicate through their smart watches now and so we shorten that cuff to give access to that so you all you have to do is pull back your coat and you have access instead of having to pull the glove for it as well and so it just eliminated one of those pain points to, uh, to your everyday, uh, you know ski hill experience drew anything you'd like to add uh, we're really excited about the 1920 models you know we um we're so thankful to be partnered with an organization like psia um, over the years history has grown tremendously and you know one of the reasons is because of partners like you guys um, and the national ski patrol you know we're really excited about putting our gloves on the best users and the hardest users. And, you know, overwhelmingly, we hear back that they've stood up to the test. And so, you know, we're so thankful for this partnership. And uh, we had our 40 reps in-house a few weeks ago, and overwhelmingly they said that this is the best line they've seen. And and that says a lot because these guys have been on for decades, and, and they are saying that this Hestra line is, is the best they've ever seen. So uh, we'll get some previews uh, kind of leaking out here and there, but we're really excited to see what happens. And, uh, you know, our new line will hit stores October 1st.
0: Drew Aikens, Marketing Manager at Hestra. I really appreciate you chatting with us on First Share. Thanks, George.